game tonight between the Altamont Indians and the Florida Wolves. Welcome into our broadcast position here in Altamont Community High School in the Crow's Nest. Travis Parks alongside Dominic Daters, and we're here calling all the action tonight here on the voice of Altamont Indian Athletics. 100.5105.5 Jack FM. Streaming online at fmradio.com and on the FM radio app as well. Altamont comes in in a nice matchup, 14 and 5 on the season, and Flora they come in at 12 and 10 on the season, and they're 3 and 3 in their conference. The Black Diamond is the way they call home, and they're part of the East Division there, and the Black Diamond, a big conference. They're separated by those two divisions there, and Altamont is coming off their third place finish in the. NTC a tournament on a Saturday as they were victorious there against St. Elmo 54 to 44 as St. Elmo actually was the ones who got out to a great start on a Saturday uh, but Altamont finally found their footing and by the second quarter towards the end of the second quarter the Indians started to play better and they ramped up the defense there in the third quarter only held St. Elmo to five points there in the third quarter and then ended up winning uh, the uh, for, uh, fourth quarter uh, Kate Bilbo had his uh, best game of two at date uh, here in his sophomore career as he had 22 to lead the way for Altamont on a Saturday. And uh, with that performance, that uh, was among the performances of the entire week, earned him all-tournament team honors, as well as Kate Miller uh, was in foul trouble on a Saturday. He ended up fouling out there uh, in the game, and they played without him the entire fourth quarter uh, there. But... He only had four points. Uh, they didn't need him uh, there on a Saturday. Caden also were an all-tournament team as well for the NTC. So, uh, Altamont, I know they would have loved to have been there right there with uh, St. Anthony in the championship game. But uh, third place is uh, a good finish in the tournament on Saturday there, Dom. Yeah, it definitely is. I uh, know Coach Kiefer, I think he said something Friday night about he didn't think he'd ever got one or two in the NTC tournament and he didn't have to worry about this year is you know they go two and one and you know, that's something you definitely uh, definitely always want to be playing for the championship you know in the championship game but uh, can't happen doesn't always happen every year and you know they uh, got third place and uh, go two and one in the tournament and, you know they're still they're still 14 and five and I know they got five losses matches you know how many losses they had last year but uh, they still got games games to go yet here before the uh, postseason starts, you know, be the last game of uh, January, and, uh, but, uh, and then, you know, don't worry about, uh, we got a couple games coming up, I know we're at the uh, Cadillac Beach City Friday night, and I think we got a game on Saturday as well, so, uh, but anyway, we got to take care of business here tonight against Florida, but, yeah, it's always good to get the, get the win on Saturday, get you, especially a rival like them with Brown Town, and your conference tournament at home, and, Keep on, uh, keep on trucking along, you know. So, uh, a couple players made the all-tournament team. It's always great to see that, too. So, I'm just looking forward to an exciting game tonight. And uh, I know you talked about some, uh, we're talking before the game, some, some injuries, some injuries and stuff, you know, to, uh, to the Indians. Uh, Dylan Elam didn't play this Saturday. And Eli Miller said it looked like uh, may have had some, some trouble, too, his ankle. So, we'll. We'll see if either of those two play those two play here tonight, but uh, nonetheless, I think uh, Alabama's put themselves in in, uh, in good positions. So have some big games coming up. You know, they got 
they'll, they'll play Selma Brownstown again, and they got FBM Santee coming up, you know, later on next month at, at the doghouse there at the Inlow Center. But uh, they got to take care of business here tonight and before then. So uh, I definitely think they're up for the challenge, Travis. Yeah, and uh, when you get past the conference tournament, kind of is kind of the back half, the back stretch of the season. And uh, Alphonse is three and zero in the uh, regular season in conference play uh, with those two matchups with St. Elmo and uh, St. Elmo or uh, St. Anthony uh, down the line uh, there as well. So important to keep that in sight. But uh, yeah, I saw Dylan is in a street clothes uh, tonight, so uh, we know that he is out for tonight's game, but. Uh, Eli was down there uh, warming up, and uh, he was limping uh, on a Saturday after the game. Uh, I saw him, but uh, he's going to give it a go like he has been. Uh, but, uh, fortunately, Elam is going to be uh, out for this one. Uh, so, it's obviously going to be one player to uh, replace uh, there for the Alpha Indians. Uh, for the uh, Florida Wolves, uh, they come in, like I said, 12-10 and 10 on the year. And uh, kind of comparison uh, two weeks ago, uh, they lost to St. Anthony 64 to 45, and uh, Flora actually hung with them there for a half. Uh, Flora actually had the one point lead after one quarter, and uh, St. Anthony actually took a three point lead into halftime. But then a uh, 20 point effort uh, there for the Bulldogs ended up they ended up taking control and ended up blowing them out uh, there towards the end of the game. And we were talking uh, with the uh, Flora radio crew uh, here earlier before the game that uh, they had a little bit of a layoff between that St. Anthony game and uh, the Hamilton County game, and they uh, played on Saturday. It was 53-31 was the uh, final uh, score there against Hamilton County, and uh, they started off strong there, so no rust uh, for them. And uh, ironically enough, I said that's kind of how we started the conference tournament uh, there with a little uh, rest before the uh, tournament started before we wanted it to. So uh, they had a long layoff there and no problem uh, for them. Uh, one of their leading scorers was uh, Trevion Johnson, uh, the 6'1", a senior, and uh, he was one of the big players there in the Vandalia Holiday Tournament, which the Wolves took seventh place there in Vandalia, and uh, Trevion Johnson ended up making uh, the all-tournament team uh, there in Vandalia for that tournament. So one of the guys that continue with uh, there uh, for them, and uh, they also were struggling with a couple of injuries as well. Uh, Garrett uh, Patridge, uh, he uh, had a little bit of an ankle injury as well from football, so uh, he missed some time at the beginning of the season, and he's slowly trying to get his way back into the rotation. I see him down there uh, dressing and taking a couple of jump shots uh, there at the free throw line, and so he's kind of working back into the lineup, and uh, Kyler Dennis has been kind of one of the guys who's taken over in that position as a sophomore, but uh, we'll see what Flora uh, comes out with. As, uh, look at their schedule earlier they don't really have any bad losses on their resume uh there they play a quality competition in the black diamond uh there so i'm interested to see what the wolves have tonight yeah definitely definitely interested to see what the uh what the wolves here had tonight you said you mentioned the vandalia holiday tournament so they finished seven but i do believe they finished uh three and two overall in that tournament i i do remember they lost a couple a couple close games i believe in that tournament otherwise they they very easily could have played Championship that uh, that Hall of 
the opponent. Got some good quality teams down there in the Black, Black Diamond. You know, excuse me, Fairfield, El Dorado, Hamilton County, Carmine White County. Excuse me, Plainsboro, teams like that down there. And, uh, yeah, no, uh, really no uh, no dip in the uh, the competition at all whatsoever. The floor is uh, we get ready to uh, play the national anthem here with the and uh, Altamont trying to avoid the sweep as well. Flora took the fresh soft game, uh, 44-36, and they just ended up winning the uh, JV contest, 47-43. So Altamont searching for their varsity win here tonight. So uh, hopefully the varsity contest is a little bit better outcome for the Indians than the previous two. So we are going to be playing the National Anthem. It's brought to you by Kingsley Insurance Agency. And so we'll step away for the National Anthem. And then after the anthem, we will be getting the tip-off between Altamont and Flora. And you're listening to High School Boys Basketball and Altamont Indians Basketball here on Jack Evans. shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School. It's tonight's contest between uh, the Altamont Indians and uh, the visiting uh, Flora Wolves. As uh, they also are predominantly uh, orange uh, colored. Uh, it's kind of, we are talking about it before the game as well. Kind of reminds me of Newton a little bit. As well, and uh, the Florida Gators as well, Flora, Florida. So, uh, let's see what they got here tonight. Their starting five looks like this. Number 12, Kyler Dennis. He's a 5'11 sophomore. Number 14, a Quinn Eubanger, and he's a 6'3 senior. Number 20, a Lawson Spicer. He's a 5'10 senior. 
Number 22, Neil Young, he's a 6'4", senior. And number 30, Trevor Johnson, he's a 6'1", senior. So, again, it's Dennis, Eubanger, Spicer, Young, and Johnson, the 5'4", Flora. And that's four out of the five are senior starters. Outline will look like this. It'll start number 5, Kate Davis, a 5'10", senior. Number 14, Eli Miller, 6'0", senior. Number 22, Kate Millville. He's a 6'2 sophomore. Number 24, Aiden McManaway. He's a 6'3 senior. And number 42, Kaden Miller, is a 6'5 senior. So again, it's Davis, Eli Miller, Millville, McManaway, and Kaden Miller, a 5 before Altamont, of course, in their home white uniform with black numbers and Flora in their visiting orange and blue numbered uniform. As Flora is coached by Phil Lieb. And out front, of course, is coached by John Evergy and assisted by Trent Cool and Brian Suko as well. So, out front, trying to uh, pick up a win out of the uh, conference tournament and back in conference play on a Friday against uh, Count Eric Beecher City. And they do have a couple more games down the stretch, only a handful of games uh, left down the stretch, you know, uh, as the count, uh, calendar will turn to February, like Dominic mentioned. Uh, in a couple of days, so uh, coming down the home stretch of the season there, and uh, the girls' pairings will actually be coming out later on this week, so uh, we'll know what season the brackets will look like for the Altamont Lady Indians in their path in the postseason, and also wanted to give a shout-out, congratulations to them for uh, clinching the NTC regular season championship last night against the Yoga, and uh, so... Altamont will try to pick up a win here in the boys' action. Trying to avoid that sweep. Kata Miller will be jumping it up against Neil Young here to start this one, and it'll be Flora winning the tip, and they're off and running uh, here with the Wolves going uh, right to left on your radio dial. That's Young here at the top of the point, and he takes a mid-range jumper. It's no good. Rebounded by Millville. And Altamont going left to right on your radio dial to start this one. McManaway almost had the ball taken away. He's still loose, and they're still fighting and grabbing for it, and there's going to be a, a foul immediately on Altamont trying to get the ball back. Yeah, a foul's on McManaway. Great effort, like always, by McManaway. He's always scrapping and fighting, trying to get that ball back, stealing somebody. That was using the foul there. His first, Altamont's first. So it'll be a Spicer. It'll be the one bringing it across the timeline. Knocked away by Elam, or Eli. And it's going to be into the arms of Young, though. And so they go in the corner to Johnson. Now to a Spicer here up top. Now they give it back to a Young here on the left wing. Young will drive inside. It was cut off nearly. Uh, not loose by Millville, but uh, they'll go with uh, Johnson driving and kicking off into the corner there to uh, Dennis. And now Dennis drives inside. Had it blocked by Millville, but Dennis gets it back in another block. By Millville, so this one went out of bounds. We'll stay right here with Flora. Nice couple blocks there by by Millville. He's uh, he's really grown as the season went along and filled in nicely. Starting lineup, maybe. They get it in quickly. Three pointer is off, no good by Johnson, and rebounded by Millville. And it'll be McManaway slowly walking across the timeline. Just underway here, no score here in this one. Eli has it at the top of the key. Drives inside all the way. No good. And also a lot of contact there with Eubanger, but 
it's going to be a miss and nearly knocked away by McManaway the other way, but Johnson has it. He'll drive to the hole, hop step, and pass back out there to Young. They get it over there to a Dennis at the top of the key, and Dennis will just hand off to a U-banger there. And actually, that's a Spicer, and Spicer picks up his dribble. He's in a little bit of trouble looking for help and finds it to Johnson. He picks up a screen there. Johnson is free for a jumper. Good. Trevor Johnson, first two points, and it's 2 nothing Flora. Nice little ball screen there for Flora to find uh, Johnson. Puts it up and in. So it'll be uh, Millville with it here at the volleyball line. And now to Akita Miller here on the perimeter. Now Eli Miller, the right wing to Millville with a pump fake. He drives, and it's a kick ball there by Young. So, and it went out of bounds as well, so it'll stay right here without the line. Nice effort there by Floor uh, by trying to trying to get that except it was kicked. So. Dangerous inbounds pass, but it was completed to uh, Millville. Uh, there, I see a Johnson right in his grill. That was football. It would have been past interference. It may have very well been. As uh, McManaway will get over to Akita uh, Miller now. Back to uh, Millville here on the right wing. And they'll go up top two. Eli Miller will try a three-pointer back iron, and it takes a bounce, almost went in. But instead, it's rebounded by Young. And Johnson will be bring it up. He'll get it off to Dennis. Dennis will go in the corner of there to a Spicer. Spicer drives, gets a couple guys up in the air, takes a couple bounces off. No. And Eubanger with the rebound. His shot's also no good, and the rebound is pulled down by Millville. McManaway gives it to Millville in transition three, and no good, and the long rebound, what a look out. And it's going to be a saved almost by Caden Miller, but right into the arms of the Wolves. Caden Miller went flying into the second row of the black chairs. Yeah, look out over there. It's a lob, Spicer was open, and it's good. So Spicer makes it 4 nothing. 4.30 to go here in the opening quarter. That one almost didn't go in. Ran, went around oh. the front of the rim. Looks like me is going to roll out. Yeah. Oh, okay. Away. Sure. Eli Miller has it. Go over to it. Caden Miller up top. Now Caden will get things over to McManaway. McManaway finds Davis. Head fake over to Caden Miller here on the right wing. And there he is. A foul away from the ball. And it's going to go against Altamont. Uh, went on Eli there, away from the basketball. His first team second. So it'll be a Spicer with it here on the right wing, and they get over to Johnson. He's going to fire a three-pointer, fading away. It's uh, rebounded by uh, Davis, and they're going to reach in on Flora. Foul's on uh, 14 Quinn Eubinger, his first Flora's first quarter. And it'll be uh, McManaway getting across the timeline. And it's going to be Eli at the top of the key. And he uh, lobs it over to Kaden Miller. Knocked away by Dennis. And there's going to be a tie-up. And it's a jump ball. And the possession arrow, I believe, favors Alphamont. It does. So. so Eli will be taking out 3.36 to go here. It's only 4 nothing here in the early going. A little perspiration on the floor. The officials will 
Wipe it up. We did bring the mop tonight. That's good. They used that a lot last week. It carries over from the NCC tournament. Millville, strong drive to the rim, and he's fouled. Cade Millville will go to the free throw line. They get Altamont on the board here. That was number 30, Trevor Johnson, his first team second. So Millville will be at the free throw line, and that one's good. Nothing but net. So Altamont is on the board here. 3.33 to go in the opening quarter. 4-1. to one. Millville's second free throw is also good. Two for two there for Millville. And Altamont trails four to two. Not sure what his percentage is for year, Millville. He's a really good free throw. That would be pretty high. And Spicer gets things over to a Dennis, and now a double team out here. And now over to Spicer. Altamont trying to ramp up the defensive pressure. As Spicer blows by Davis, throws up the layup, is off, and rebounded by Caden Miller. Melville will bring it up the floor for the Indians. It's over to a Davis. He'll swing, swing things over to McManaway here on the left wing. Now back to a Millville over to Davis. And a Davis looking for someone to pass to. Gets it off to a McManaway. Swinging it on the arc here to Eli. Eli has it, and he's looking for someone to pass to. Finally takes a couple of dribbles. He tries to dribble around his man. To the hole, layup good for Eli Miller. And we're tied at four. Nice little drive around the defender there for Eli. Took it, took it up for the end. It's uh, Young with the ball here. And it's going to be right in the hands of Caden Miller. Picked off. And it's going to be just a laid up a soft finger roll for Caden Miller. His first two. And Altamont takes the lead six four. Make it look easy there to Caden Miller. Anticipates pass and took it the rest of the way. That was a breakaway. I thought maybe he might go for the dunk, but... That goes for the fundamental finger roll. You know, sometimes you got to use fundamental crap. Absolutely. That's what the coaches love. Right. As they'll go over to a Johnson. Johnson lost it and is into the hands of Eli. Eli the other way. Throws it up. It's no good and no foul. But Eli gets the ball back but it's taken away by Dennis. And they're going to call a foul. I believe it's going to go against the Wolves. Yep, it is. Foul's on Tyler Dennis, number 12, his first, team third. And a 23, a Tyler Conrad comes in for Flora and also Jaden Lee, the 6'5 junior, checks in. In the same starting five as thought there for Altamont. Minute 48 to go. Altamont throws it away off the inbound pass. They were trying to hit a cutter Millville, but instead... And it's a turnover there against the Indians. And that's the first turnover of the game for the team. Minute 42 to go. In the opening quarter, Altamont does have that slim 6-4 lead. It's a Spicer with it, and they're going to call a foul. Okay, they got Spicer on the arm. It's Davis there. And it's going to be uh, Johnson taking it out. And uh, gets it in and there to a Spicer. Spicer here on the right side. A dribbles and it gives it off to Young. Young wants to do something with it. Passes back to a Spicer. 
Spicer loses to Davis, and a fadeaway is no good, but Young fighting for the rebound with Kata Miller, and he's going to try to get at least one hand on it, and they're going to get a foul. I think it's going to get Flora, much to the dismay of their side of the court. Is. So it'll be a minute and ten to go here in the opening quarter. Still six four out Eli gets over to a Davis. They swing things over. Now to McManaway. McManaway with the air on the right wing and now over to Eli Miller. Back to McManaway. Trying to get in the post, but instead they was denied by Lee. Now Davis has it. Now to McManaway at the top of the key. He uh, traveled with it. Looking to drive inside, but took too many steps. So it'll be ball back to Flora. I was incorrect earlier on the turnovers. Flora does have two turnovers. Now one just turned it over for the second time themselves. 43 seconds left here in the opening quarter. Spicer slowly gets it across half court. Picked up by Davis. And now trying for a handoff. And it's going to be picked off by Millville. And Davis the other way, can't finish the layup. And there's going to be a battle for the rebound. And it's going to go against Tatum Miller. He's battling with Johnson for that rebound. And a sarcastic cheer by Flora. Tatum Miller's first, he's fourth. He's he's team with four fouls here in his first quarter. 30 seconds left here in the opening quarter. Dennis checked back in on that dead ball, and he's the one who brung it, brung it up. Gets over to a Young, and Young dribbles here onto the perimeter, looking to do something with it. Now back out to a Spicer. They find it over to a Dennis. Dennis cut off, now spinning around, and puts up the shot. No good by Lieb, and Millville and Young are fighting for the rebound, and it goes off Young. So it'll be out my basketball. Davis will take his seat, and Alec Yardhouse will come in for the first time with 5.9 left in the opening quarter. Altamont will be in, uh, inbounding on the baseline. They'll have to go the full length of the floor with it. Millville gets it over to Eli. Four seconds left. Gets a screen. Eli passes half court. Now McManaway for three in the corner. No. Can't get it to go. Low scoring affair here after eight minutes. It's Altamont six. Flora four. And we'll be back here in one minute. For the second quarter, you're listening now to my Indians basketball Jack event. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. Make cleanup easy with the new Whirlpool Dishwasher. You won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack and room for 14 place settings. Plus, you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the boost cycle. Shop Rogers Home Appliances to see how Whirlpool dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. 
one quarter of play is out final with the slim lead six to four. Defensive struggle here as well. Get things over to a young start of the quarter for Flora. And it'll be handed off there to a Johnson at the top of the circle. Manaway is going to be the one guarding him. And a Johnson hop steps and gives it back to a young. Now they throw a cross court to a Dennis. Dennis tries to get some space and he throws up the tough shot against Melville and Kata Miller and gets it to go. I'm surprised he was able to get that one up and got it in. Tied at six. So Millville dumps it down low to Caden Miller, and he'll get it back out to McMahon away. Now Millville. Millville will have it here in the left corner. Dumps it down low to Caden Miller, and there's going to be a foul on Flora. Making it very difficult for Altamont to get the ball to Caden. Down low, and they pick up a foul there. Foul's on lead, his first, team's first quarter. So they get it quickly into Millsville. Can't get the awkward layup to fall, but uh, Miller's there for the follow. That's Eli, that is. Eli gets his second basket, and it's 8-6 to six out from on. Nice job there by Eli Miller to get that rebound and put it back up. So it's going to be over to a Young. Young over to a Lee here at the top of the key. And it's poked away from Lee and Caden Miller. Picks it off, and he almost takes a spill over the chairs again. Give him those black chairs. Man, yeah. But luckily, no one was sitting over there. Right, yeah. He crashed into a couple of uh, season ticket holders uh, here. But it's going to be a turnover, and it's going to be out my basketball. Another foul on the uh, lead floor. That's his second team, second of the quarter. And uh, he stays, nope, they uh, subbed him out. Eubanger checks back in. It's Kaden Miller here at the uh, uh, short elbow. Now over to Eli Miller. Eli holds it here. Now over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse looks for someone to pass it off and gives it to McManaway. McManaway finds Kaden Miller. Kaden Miller trying to do something with it. Back down his man. Turn around. Put him in a blender. And Kaden Miller sucks the layup up and in. And it's 10-6. Got to get the big fella going here for Alderman. And it's been tough sledding so far as it's going to be a Dennis strong drive to the hole. No, but there's going to be off of Caden, so it'll stay right here with Flora. 5.54 to go here in the second quarter. So it'll be a Spicer, I believe. He's going to take it out here on the baseline. Sit in to a Johnson. Johnson dribbles to his left, goes inside to back out, and that's going to be a three-pointer by Dennis. It's no good, and rebounded by Yarhouse. Yarhouse the other way, almost gets it poked loose from behind, but gets things over to Caden Miller. Now back up top to Manaway. Manaway here gives it, shovels it back over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse finds Millville here at the top of the circle. Now finds McManaway here on the three-point arc. Working around to Eli, now to Yarhouse. Lobs it down low to Caden Miller, and it rolls off for him. No good, and rebounded by Johnson. Trying to get behind the defense, but didn't finish the layup, and Johnson gets the three-pointer. And Flora back within one, 10-9. Sarah Johnson's got five points leading, leading Flora. 
Eli almost lost it here in the backcourt, but he gets control back. Now Caden Miller has it in between the circles. Little ball fake over to Millville here on the right wing. And Millville. So someone to pass to, and he'll back it back out and go up top. And I'll go over to McManaway, and now Millville. Screen, and Millville goes all the way inside. Lamp good for Millville. And that's his second basket, 12 9. Got four, four points, two rebounds, two blocks, and steal. As that is Dennis with it. He uh, thought about shooting at the free throw line, gets it in too young, and it hit the side of the backboard. And an awkward shot, maybe got hit. But nonetheless, Kaden Miller in transition three, his three pointers off, and rebounded there by Young. Dennis gets it across half court, goes underneath the screen, and makes a pay. But it's just a two for Dennis. So it's 12-11. Yardhouse trying to answer with a three. It's no good. And battle for the rebound. It's going to go against Altamont. Kaden Miller was crashing in there. Eli also was getting in there. But actually, they're going to give it to Eli. Eli's second team's first quarter. Kaden's reaction, I thought it was going to go against him, but... Then it goes against Eli Miller. He'll sit down. So will Caden as well. And we got a Ben Radel checking in and a Davis returns to the lineup. 3.40 to go here in the second quarter. And Flora finally getting across half court. They break the pressure. Now it's a three-pointer by Conrad in the corner. No. And rebounded by McManaway. Now over to a Davis. Davis here in the front court. Now back to McManaway. Things over here to uh, Millville here in the short corner. Now Radel up top. Let's do something with it. Gives it off to a Yarhouse. Yarhouse gives it off to a Davis. Now over to Radel. He drives to the hole. Had it taken away from behind. It goes out. So Sarah here at Altamont, though. So to the uh, Yarhouse. is going to be the one taking it out underneath the basket. Right below us. Gets it in to Millville, and they throw it away in the backcourt, but uh, they can do that on the inbound. So Millville gets a screen from Radel, and it frees him up for three. No good. And rebounded by Johnson. Spicer gets it across half court, and it's tipped, and Osmond can't grab it. So it'll be out of bounds. Stays right here with Flora. Radel got his hand on it. He did. He couldn't quite, couldn't quite hold on to it. And Eli Miller will come back in. And it's Millville that's going to be taking a seat. 2.51 to go here in the second quarter. It's a low-scoring affair still. 12 to 11 out the Get it in there to a Johnson. Johnson dribbling around the arc. He goes inside, puts up the shot. Good. And away it was all over him, but Johnson hit it anyway. Flora takes the lead back. 13-12. As uh, they go to McManaway, puts up a shot, no good, but gets it back over to Yarhouse. And it's going to be a Yarhouse getting the layoff. So Altamont takes the lead back, 14 13. A little bit back and forth here. And another shot made there by Patridge, who was checking into the lineup there on that last timeout. So Flora takes the lead back. 
Seesawing back and forth here in the second quarter. Now over to a Davis. Davis, a little head fake, and he passes around, and he picked up his dribble. He's in a little bit of trouble. Finds Yarhouse here on the right side. Yarhouse will drive. He'll spin around and take a fadeaway jumper, and it was too long. And rebounded by Dennis. Minute 40 to go. And the corner shot for three is uh, no good. There by Conrad, I believe. I know that was Spicer. And rebounded by Altamont. Eli will pick up his dribble. Looks for something to pass to. Gets it off to Radel here at the free throw line. Doesn't fall for the fake. And uh, Coach Niebuhr, you call for the timeout. And they grant the timeout. So we'll take a timeout as well. And Altamont leads, or Flora leads 15-14. And we'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Altamont and he's basketball here on Jagovin. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altamont Indians basketball. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Fifteen to 14 of Flora having the lead here late in the second quarter. Minute 20 to go here before halftime. And it'll be... Uh, Kata Miller checking back in there for the uh, Indians. And to what uh, Coach Seaver is drawed up on the timeout. And uh, it'll be uh, McManaway getting across half court. So over to uh, Millville. Millville gives it up top to a Radel, lobs it down low to a McMahon, or to a Miller. But there's going to be a foul on the catch, so it'll be out of bounds. Stays right here with Altamont. Well, when you figure for Flora, his second team's third. Millville straight on three. Good. For Millville. First three tonight, and Altamont takes the lead back, 17-15. Millville from downtown. Almost first made three-pointer of the night. Spicer is off to a U-banger. Now over to Dennis. He drives and reverse layup. Missed it. And the rebound is fought for. It's going to go off the top of the, or off the backboard, behind the backboard. And what's the call here? They're going to say it's going to be a floor of basketball. Davis, I think, was the one trying to save it, but hit the bottom of the backboard. So Flora will take it out underneath the basket. It's tipped by Millville, but somehow Dennis gets it, completes the pass through traffic. And uh, we got 30 seconds left in the half. As, uh, that is Spicer. He goes all the way to the hole. Late pass to Dennis. No good, but there is a foul on the shot. So it'll be a free throw coming for Flora. 
Bowser number five, Caden Davis, his second team second of the quarter. So to be uh, Dennis going to the line. First trip to the line for Laura. Free throw is good. So, Laura now within one, 17-16. Davis will check out, and Eli will check in. And uh, Radel will take a seat in Yarhouse to come back in. So, a 24.9 left in the half. Laura trying to tie it up here on this free throw and can't do it, but Lee gets the rebound, his foot back up and in. So instead, Laura takes the lead. 18-17, 15 seconds left. McManaway with it, gives it over to Millville. Under 10 to go. Millville drives and he finds Eli for three. Can't get it to fall. Dennis with the long rebound, and he's going to get a call for the travel, I believe, before the shot. So there's going to be uh, the whistle before the shot. So I did get called for the travel, but we'll have to wait and see if they'll put some time on the clock here. And actually, now he's going to call a double dribble, and they'll put point seven on the clock. As Dennis tried to line up his full-court shot, Ended up traveling, and, or double dribble, I guess, is the call. So Millville will inbound in front of the Florida bench. Lob in for Kaden Miller, and it was way too long. He hit the top of the backboard. And so a little bit of a unconventional way to go to the half, but Flora did get that offensive rebound to take the lead there right at the end of the quarter. And Flora has the 18-17 lead after two quarters of play. And so here at halftime, we will uh, get the first half stats as well as we'll check on other scores from around the area. Definitely know that the Illini game uh, is final already. That's what happens when you don't tip off at 8 o'clock. It's final against Ohio State. We'll tell you about that. And we'll also be, uh, tell you about the stats here in this, course, in this game as well. We'll be back with the halftime report in a few minutes. You're listening now to my Indians basketball here on Jack Events. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and equal housing lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom located north of I-70 in Altamont. 
At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Based out of Altima, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altima Indians basketball. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. Welcome into the Halftime Report for Altamont Indians Basketball. Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School. Here at the half, it is Flora in the lead after six lead changes there in the uh, second quarter. It is a Flora 18-17 in the lead here at the half. As it kind of went back and forth there. The uh, second quarter, and both teams kind of in the early going. I think it's kind of feeling each other out uh, there in the, in the early going, and that's why the score is kind of the way it is. Also has uh, some few turnovers there. Altamont cleaned it up there in the second quarter, but uh, it's kind of where we stand here in, uh, after the first 16 minutes uh, here in this one. Uh, not very of a high of a percentage shooting-wise either, I don't think, uh, for either squad uh, either. But uh, one-point game uh, here at half, like I mentioned, uh, we had a uh, final already there over on a 98-9 the game, as that was uh, the Illinois Fighting Illini, and uh, they were victorious over Ohio State. 87-75 was the uh, final score there in uh, Columbus tonight. So the Illini, 16-5. Uh, now, after a couple of back-to-back wins uh, there uh, against the uh, Buckeyes. And a quick turnaround of four Illinois. They're back in action on Sunday. Uh, they're the first game of February against uh, Nebraska uh, there. So, State Farm Center. First we'll have coverage. We're on 9 on the game. Uh, 
there. Also, uh, pass along that uh, Outfront uh, boys will be back in action on a Friday in the Beecher City. Uh, they're taking on County Eric Beecher City, so we're back in the NTC uh, play. And then uh, on a Saturday, uh, they had a little addition to the schedule at uh, Lawrenceville, and uh, that's going to be played at Albany Central College. Uh, there with the uh, varsity playing first, and they'll be playing at 4 o'clock uh, there on a Saturday. And the girls, they're off until uh, Monday. Uh, they'll be traveling to Father McGinsey, and uh, we'll be interested to see on uh, Thursday and Friday uh, the seeds and the brackets will be revealed as well uh, for the girls' postseason uh, there as well. So uh, we'll see where our outline uh, lands uh, there from that perspective. But uh, wherever they are, they'll be uh, regular season conference champions for the uh, Lady Indians there. They clinched that last night with a victory over Nioga uh, there. Altamont trying to avoid the sweep here tonight. As Flora, like I mentioned, has taken the fresh soft game, 44-36. And they won the JV game 47-43. So Altamont trying to win this one uh, here at the varsity game. And currently right now they're losing by one. The only proves I want to see, Travis, are out on the floor picking up the first race. Right. You know, it's not quite baseball season yet. You know, spring training probably starts here in a few weeks. Right around the corner. Pitchers and catchers and You know, Cardinal Cubs, Yankee Red Sox, you know, whatever. Whatever your, your pleasure might be there, don't be needing no bruises, sweeping nothing out. Anyway, let's look at some stats here for the first half. For both these teams, first of all, for Flora, uh, Patrick, one for one, two points, Dennis, two for four from the field, one for one from three point range, one for two, excuse me, from uh, the free throw line with five points, putting you bigger, over one from the field, Spicer, one for four from the field, and over one from Young over one from the field. Conrad over one from the three-point range. Johnson's two for two from the field. And uh, he's one for four from the three-point range. Seven points. Leeds one for two from the field with two points for their total of 18. You're right, Travis. None of these teams are shooting exceptional. Uh, four or seven to 15 from the field with 46% and one of seven. Three-point range for 14%. And just one for two from the free throw line. Four out from on as they trail here at halftime, 18-17. Jarhouse is uh, one for two from the field and over one from the three-point range. Kate Davidson played has not scored. Eli Miller two for three from the field and over one from the three-point range. With four points, Kate Melville one for three from the field, one for three from the three-point range. And two for two from free throw line with seven. He's also got one steal and two blocks. Aiden Manaway, 0 for two from the field and 0 for one from three point range. Caden Miller, two for three from the field and 0 for one from three point range. Alamont, six of 11 from the field for 54%. One for six from three point range for 16%. And then two for two from free throw line. So, yeah, the numbers. Aren't the greatest, and I think you're right, Travis. Both teams try to, excuse me, figure, figure each other out uh, there in the first first quarter. And uh, a little bit more action there in the uh, second half. Uh, like I said, six lead changes, and uh, just 
back and forth, and uh, I probably expect a lot more of that here the, the rest of the way. And uh, I don't know, maybe maybe one team either way might might break it open a little bit. But I don't. Uh, I can I can see that happening, but I can you know see that the other team who's down coming back to. You. So I don't think there'll be too many too many uh, be a lot more league changes. But I don't think the league will get within maybe five five seven points maybe. Interesting uh, strategy by uh, Flora. They immediately come out of the locker room and uh, they uh, came out a little bit late, so they didn't even get any shots up at all. But uh, so we'll see what happens here in the second half. And Davis is going to try a three from the corner and can't get it to fall. And it'll be rebounded there by Young. So starters out there on the floor for Flora. It's Spicer, uh, Young, Johnson, Eubanger. And uh, also Dennis as well, starter for Altamont as well. Davis, McCannoy, uh, Millville, and the two Millers, Hayden and Eli. And we got a two-pointer there by Eubanger. And it's good. And Flora leads 20-17. to 17. Well, this is an interesting strategy, Cotton. We'll see if it pays off here in the second half of Flora. Hey, they made their first shot they took. So it is. It did right there, and it's blocked. By Eubanger, and it gets out to Davis on the scramble. And Eli's still trying to fight for the ball, but instead it's won by Flora. So they'll take over. Right to left on your radio dial. I haven't mentioned that. Uh, Johnson had it poked away from behind by McManoy and a steal there. Eli in transition, layup good. Finishing through contact for Eli. Third basket. Up my trails by one. It'll be a Spicer with it to a Dennis. Dennis now over to back to Spicer. Spicer finds Young here at the top of the circle, and he goes in off the glass and in. A little kiss for Young. And it's 22-19. And I'll go back and forth again. Yeah, here we go again. As Mill, or McManaway has it. He drives to the hole. He can't finish, but he is fouled. So, I'll want to be shooting free throws here. Foul on 22. Neil Young in second. He's first quarter. They joined Eubanger and Elite with two fouls from Florida. McManaway can't hit the free throw, so he'll get another one. So it's still a 22-19 game. Almost two minutes gone here in the third. And McManaway's second free throw on is also no good. But Kata Miller pulls down the offensive rebound. Tries to go back up with it. He can't get out on the ball either. Eli had it blocked, but they're going to call a foul. So McManaway goes 0 for 2 on the free throws. And Eli now will be at the line. Eubanger will get called for that one. So that's three. Third, yeah. wow. so Eli will be at the line for his first free throw. And it rolled off. So it's still uh, only one basket there so far. 
so it'll be a Eli's second attempt, and that was no good. And Kata Miller there for another rebound. His shot was short, and it's rebounded by Flora. And Eli missed two free throws. McBanoy missed two free throws. Over for this half. Free yeah. Young, uh, strong to the hole. He can't get that one to go. It's rolled off. There's a foul on Miller there for Altamont. That's a blocking foul. Fouls on Caden Miller, his second, team first. And uh, Young was at in the act of shooting, so he'll get free throws. So, Young. And he can't get his free throw to go either. It rolled out. You see an imaginary lid or something. The, uh, oh, my. Yeah. That one literally just hit the front, the back, the side of the rim, and just went out. It's like it skipped over yeah, the whole entire First one on Eli, too, and that one is made. So, somebody can make a free throw. And it's 23-19. 5.40 to go here in the third. And McManaway has it, and he picks it up there. He gives over to Eli. Eli here on the left wing. And now back out to McManaway. He drives and was cut off. Hands off to Eli. Eli takes her jump shot. Short and rebounded by Kata Miller. And there's a tie-up. And Kata was trying to go up with it and try to get a foul. But instead, it would be a tie-up. And it'll go over to Flora. Give him an A for effort anyway. The Wolves will take over with the basketball. They have a 23-19 lead. It'll be Spicer bringing it across the timeline. He'll hand off to a Young. Young spins around. Layup is good for Neil Young. And it's 25-19. Largest lead for Flora. And McManaway is going to get called for a double dribble. And it's all going wrong. All out of sorts here is Alton. They are very, uh, very unusual fundamental double dribble call. Here's Alamont. Under five to go here in the third. Alamont trails there 25 19. They go down low, and it's a little bit of a miscommunication and stolen by Kate, uh, Kate Miller. Yeah. Eli with it. It's a screen from Caden, uh, and they find a Davis. Davis dumps it down low to Kata Miller. Jump shot on the baseline, short, and rebounded there by Eubanger. Spicer gets it across the timeline. Crosses over at Davis. And Spicer back to back out here towards the half court line. And he drives on Davis, and he gives it off there to Eubanger, who just shuffles it back over to Spicer. Spicer trying to get Johnson. Instead, they get it to Young. Now down low, taken away by Millville. A steal there. Caden Miller over to Davis, and Davis finds McManaway in the corner. And now here, we're swinging things over to Eli. And now back to Millville. Millville picks up a screen, a step back three, good. Get out front, deep back. Yes, they did. Works my way. They trail by three now, 25-22, 340 to go in the third. Spicer gets a screen uh, from Johnson, and they get it to him, and it's going to be a foul away from the ball. Maybe a moving screen. 
Oh, I'm putting you bigger. That's just fourth. Fourth. Wow. Already third for Flores Deep. So you bigger and Hop and take a uh, seat, and uh, Jaden Lee will have to come back in. Uh, so we had Yarhouse check in for Altamont. Man away. Holds the ball. Backdoor cut to Millville. Shuffles it over to Kata Miller up and in on the layup. For Kata Miller, and Altamont trails by one. Nice job there to find Kate and Miller down low after uh, Altamont needs uh, more plays like that. Extra pass. Yeah. And a Spicer jump shot. Can't fall. And rebounded by Kaden Miller. Three minutes to go in the third. Millville walks across the timeline. Dribbles to his right. Takes it up. Now Eli driving. Now back to Millville. Kaden Miller. He'll drive. Cut off. McMahon away with it. He has that at the top of the key. He dribbles to his left, spins to his right, and gets caught for the trap. So a turnover there by Elkmont. So Elkmont will turn it over, trailing by one here. 2.40 to go here in the third. Is Dennis with the ball up top. Now Dennis with the here at the volleyball line. And trying to dribble in direct traffic. He still has it, though. Now over in the corner to Young for three. Too long. And the rebound spot for leaving Yarhouse. And it's going to go off of Yarhouse. And so it'll stay right here with Altamont, or Flora, excuse me. 6-5 against 5-10 battling for the loose ball. And it's Dennis getting across the timeline. We're about two minutes to go in the third. And they fire it over to a Young back door and off the glass and in. Another basket for Young. 8-27-24 lead for Flora. He's got five points behind this Young. Millville over to a Yarhouse. Yarhouse back out to McManoway. He'll drive and was cut off. Now back up top to Eli Miller here. Minute 40 to go. Eli will drive. Puts up the layup off the glass and in for Eli Miller. And it's now a one-point game again, 27-26. 90 seconds left in the half, or in the quarter, I should say. As Young has it over to Dennis. Three-pointer in the corner. No. And it's going to be taken away from behind by Lee. So, Caden had it. Caden Miller had it, but just taken away by Flora that time. So coming up on a minute to go. Spicer drives, puts it up around of Caden Miller and takes a couple bounces, and it goes off. Rebounded by Caden Miller. Under a minute to go. And Manaway hands off to Millville. Millville drives, puts up the layup a little short. Been that kind of night for Altamont, a rebound by Flora. Yes, it has. Yes, it has. 40 seconds left in the third. And so, it'll be a Johnson. Johnson getting a screen from Lee, and that's too hard of a screen is McManoy. Fell down, and so that's an offensive foul on Flora. Ball to Altamont. 
Round 33 leads his third for sports and quarter. KD, Kate Davis checked back in, and Millville will take a seat. 30 seconds left in the third. As Eli will walk it across the half court and give over to McManaway. McManaway now gets it off to Eli Miller here on the right wing. Eli back to McManaway. He'll drive. And he gets off to Davis in the corner. Three. And a bounce. Takes another one. And gets off. And yard out. Fights for the rebound. And a call for a jump ball. And uh, he'll stay right here without my as a possession arrow favorites for the Indians. Seven seconds left. Eli will be the one to take you out just to the left of the basket. Gets in to two, Caden Miller. Now with five seconds left. Three, two, Eli Miller in the corner for three. Yeah! In the third quarter. And Eli at the buzzer. Gives Altamont the 29-27 lead after three quarters of play. And we'll be back for the fourth quarter in a minute. You're listening to Altamont basketball. Get the laundry pair that you can use to conquer pet hair like a pro with the Maytag Pet Pro system. The built-in Pet Pro filter in the washer visibly removes pet hair on any cycle while the extra-large lint trap in the dryer traps and removes additional pet hair. Visit Rogers Home Appliances today to see how the Maytag Pet Pro system works. Rogers Home Appliances located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altamont Indians basketball. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Eli Miller has the buzzer there, gives Altamont the lead heading into the fourth quarter. And they lead 29-27, but the Wolves do have the basketball. As they say a lob there to a young and good. Another basket for him in the half. And it is now Laura tying the game up at 29. And it's going to be Caden Miller getting the two points back. So now it's 31-29 out long. We'll say that was a pass from Miller to Miller. It almost looked like a shot. And Young another cut to the rim. Good for Young. And we're tied at 31 again. Young's got nine for And uh, so it'll be uh, Eli Miller here up top. Now over to McManaway here on the left side. He'll dribble, kicks it off the yard house in the corner. It's free for a second, but gives it back off to McManaway. McManaway gets the screen there for our yard house and gives it back to him. Three-pointers off. And the rebound is going to be fought for. But it's going to be a foul there on Altamont. Towels on Caden Miller, his third, team first. 
as Millville comes back into the game, man, you are out to take a seat. And that's ought to be uh, the Wolves bringing it across half court. And it is uh, Conrad there with the ball who checked into the game for them. And now they go to Young, back out to Johnson, shot for three, good. And in his face. And it's Laura winning 34-31. Eli tried to answer with a three, but went back iron and rebounded by Johnson. Johnson brings it up, and there's going to get a uh, timeout. Ooh. Simultaneously, when Johnson got across half court, he kind of threw a, a forearm shiver and knocked McMahon way to the ground. And when uh, there was a whistle, it thought of it a foul, but they'll get a leap with a timeout. So we'll take a quick timeout as well. We'll see how the basketball here on Jack Event. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 100.5, 105.5 Jack FM. 34-31, Flora has the lead. and uh, Coach Lee called the timeout there. Getting a little bit of uh, confusion there. That would have been a foul either way. But right. luckily they got the timeout if you're uh, Flora. It could have been an offensive foul. So it'll be a Spicer with the ball here on the right side and picked up by Davis. And now they go over to Young. Young drives, spin around in the lane, no good. And there's going to be a, a foul right over the board. And I think it's going to go against Young. Yep, it's going to go on Young. So Melville will get across the timeline. And he's wide open for three, and good. They went underneath the screen that time. And Millville with another three. 34 all now. 5.30 to go here in the last quarter. Johnson is off to a Young. Young, and now over to a Spicer. Spicer drives on Davis, had it taken away on the way up. And it's stolen. Caden Miller is up to a Millville. Millville picks up, and he picks up his dribble, and it's a travel. Turnover back out, or back to Flora. So it'll be, uh, I think that was Dennis is going to take a seat. Eubanger comes back in. And so Flora will take over, tied at 34. Spicer will get across the timeline. Spicer has that at the top of the circle. Now we'll spin around, gets off to a Johnson, and he didn't catch it cleanly, but it's over to Eubanger. Eubanger hands off to Young with another jump shot. It's off and pulled down by Abilza as he had to fight his way for that board. 
Take it across half court and a long. It's going to be a three. Another three for Millville. And Alcoa takes the lead, 37-34. And Coach Lee wants another timeout. Another three by Millville gives Alcoa the lead, 37-34. We'll take a 30-second break. And you're listening to Alcoa and East Basketball here on Jack Event. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. We're back to more Altamont Indians basketball on 100.5 and 105.5 Jack FM. All right, off the timeout, the Wolves got the ball, and Spicer will bring it across the timeline as Conrad checks back in on that timeout and nearly lost it that time, but Spicer gets control back. He'll get it off to Conrad. Conrad will swing things over to Young here on the right wing. Now we give it back to Spicer. Spicer dribbles to his left, goes around Caden Miller, puts it up, no, and rebounded by Millville. Millville finds Eli Miller in the corner, no. Back to McManaway. McManaway will back it back out, call a play. Under four to go. And there'll be a screen, and now to McManaway, hesitates just for a moment, and makes the three in the face of the defense. And McManaway's first points of the night, and it's 40 to 34. Spicer trying to answer where the bucket. He lost it and rebounded by Caden Miller. Also, a heck of a lot of contact as well. That there was. Surprised when a foul yeah. comes to call there. We play on. Mono take it, but it'll right. be a Millville handing off to a Eli Miller. Eli picking up a screen there by Millville. I'll give it to him on the give and go to uh, McManaway. He'll drive inside around the defense, puts it up, no good. And the long rebound goes out to Conrad for the Wolves. And uh, Johnson catches it in immediately on the catch. He'll get a foul on Altamont. Too much body contact that time for Eli Miller running into the player. Yeah, Miller's third foul. He's second so, 3.06 to go. Altamont now finds themselves up 40-34. to 34 After some good three-point shooting to get them in the lead here. As Dennis uh, came back in there for the Wolves. And he's the one who has the ball. He'll hand off to a Spicer. And a Spicer will give it off to a Johnson. Johnson now high post for Young. He spins around, gives off to Eubanger. He drives baseline and it was kicked out by Millville. So, it'll stay right here with the Wolves. to be a Spicer, the trigger man. And he'll have it on the baseline. And gets it in, but it's picked off by McManaway. There's going to get a foul on Johnson on the catch. So McManaway picks off the inbound pass. That was a nice uh, pickoff there by, by McManaway until he got fouled there by Johnson. 
that's the second team, second floor. Spicer exits the game, and it was Eubanger who came back in. As McManoway will have it here, Altamont again, still with a 40-34 to 34 lead. Not much time left to go in the game. Eli with it. Johnson's all over him, and now gives it off to Millville. And they switch on him. Now it's Davis back to Millville. Millville goes right around Johnson. Millville puts it up, and no good, but there is a foul. And so Cade Millville will go to the line to shoot two. Foul by Quinn Eubinger. That's his fifth. up for game for his third. Yep, just kicked back into the game and fouls out. Fouls out the uh, two points. So they uh, brought Spicer back into the game, and it's going to be Millville's free throw. No good either. Free throws just not falling tonight in this half for Altamont. No, they're not. Second one is around and good this time. So he goes one for two, first made free throw after the uh, one for six. And uh, so it'll be Altamont with the lead, 41-34. Two minutes to go in the game. They find uh, Conrad over in the corner to Dennis. Dennis drives and gets off to Conrad for three. And a closeout made and a tip by Caden Miller, but it's rebounded by Millville. All alone underneath. <laughs> too strong. He's too wide open, maybe. And the layup was missed. Rebounded by Flora, a minute 45 to go. And Johnson trying to get free. And there's going to be a foul before the jump shot. So it'll be a common foul on Elfman. And Coach Lee will call his PO. When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom located north of I-70 in Altamont. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on Jack FM. Welcome back here to uh, Altamont Community High School. Altamont has a lead of 41-34. It's only a minute and 45 remaining in this one. And uh, Coach Lieb uh, calling uh, a couple of his remaining timeouts uh, that he has. Neither team are a couple fouls away from being in the bonus. So a little bit before that situation comes into play. So it'll be a Spicer being the one to take me out on the baseline underneath the basket. And it'll be a Spicer. Looks to get it in. Looking to get it in. And he finds Johnson who snatches the inbound. Now back to Spicer. Drives, puts it up, and can't get it to go. A foul. It'll be a Spicer. We'll go into the free throw line to shoot two here. 
fouls on Cade Millville, his first team score. So it'll be a free throw is around and good. Makes the first, and now Flora trails 41-35. A minute 41 to go. Second free throw, it can't connect, and rebounded by Kata Miller. So it remains a six-point lead. Millville holding on to the ball. He's double-teamed, nearly taken away that time by Spicer in the last touch by the Wolves, so it'll stay right here as it went out of bounds. A little bit of a mini scramble that time for the ball. So McManaway was the one to take it out in front of the Altamont bench. And Millville rips it away from Johnson. They, they got Millville on the arm. And it's a one more foul left to give before either team's in the bonus. Yeah, Johnson third, Flora fourth on the team. So they get in to a Millville. Minute 20 to go in the game. Six-point lead for the Indians, and Millville drives right around Johnson and they try to kick it off to Kaden Miller, but it was a kick ball, so it'll be out to Altamont. Kicked by Young there for Flora. And now Coach Nieberg will take a timeout as well, so... Uh, Indians call a, a timeout, so we'll take a 30-second timeout as well. And you're listening to Outline Indians Basketball here on Jagavin. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours, so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like this is altamont high school basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 jack fm Forty-one to thirty-five. Altamont with the lead they have the ball here and they're Eli's trying to get it in they finally find mcmanaway and now they'll work it around here to a millville and a millville getting harassed there and he gets it in the corner to eli miller now, Eli, they're trying to foul him, and they finally get it. So, that'll put out Altamont in the bonus. Two free throws upcoming for Eli Miller. Fouls on uh, Tyler Conrad for Flora, his first and fifth. Eli missed his other two free throws that he had in this half. Takes a little bit, and it's no good. Still can't get it to go. And so, still remains a 41-35 game. Minute, one second left. And Eli, second free throw, and that one's finally good. 42-35, under a minute now. Spicer. Hands off, knocked away momentarily by Caden Miller, and he slides there on the floor 
that does not feel good. And uh, so he'll stay with Flora. So he's all right. Yeah, he pops right back up. And uh, so they'll wipe up the uh, perspiration there on the floor. Kind of slid more towards the out of bounds line. So luckily they were right there with some towels as it'll be a spicer. Handing off, well, no, it was a fake handoff. Now Conrad drives, finds in the corner. Now to Young, up and under, count the basket. And the foul for Neil Young. So, Flora may not be out of it yet. 42-37 now, and Neil Young will go to the line for the end one. That'll be the fourth foul on Caden Miller, Alamont Smith. So with 43 seconds left, Young made the free throw. Three-point play, now it's a four-point game. Millville with it. 37 seconds left, and he's double-teamed and nearly tossed away, and it's loose, and there's going to be a held ball. And alternate possession arrow favors Altamont. 31.5 left, a near turnover there. So it'll be Altamont ball on the alternate possession arrow. Near a turnover there. As Millville had it knocked away from behind, but fortunate the held ball in the possession arrow was Altamont away. 31.5 left. Four point lead. Altamont trying to hang on here. Yeah, they are. That was a good double team, though, on the. Yeah, good defense. Sure. Man away, he gets it in, and he gets it in and completes it to Eli Miller. Had it poked away, but now they're going to be a foul. So Eli Miller will go to the line. Try to make it a three-possession game. Fouls on Neil Young. That's his fourth. And uh, so uh, Coach Lee wants to ice Eli Miller a little bit. Makes it, wants him to think about it a little bit more. We'll take a timeout with them as well. So, uh, 42 with 38. Altamont with the lead. 28 seconds left. Back into 30. You're listening to Indians basketball here on Jack Event. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement. And you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. 28 and a half seconds left in this one. Altamont leading by a four, but Eli Miller is at the line to shoot two free throws to try to put this out of reach with a three-possession game. But it's been an adventure at the line tonight for the Indians. And so Eli, first free throw is no good. And so he'll get another one, though. So the door is left just a crack. 
And Eli Miller for a second free throw. Is on the way. And the second one's no good either. Rebounded by Young. So it's Pfeiffer. Gets it across the timeline. Now over to a Johnson, and there's a moving screen violation on Flora. Wow. A big foul right there. A legal screen on Conrad there. So Altman will get the ball back. Conrad, Tyler Conrad's second foul. And Eli will get it in and two McManaway, and they'll foul McManaway, so it's free throws upcoming for Aiden. So Conrad fouls McManaway. Conrad's third. So it's still a four-point game, 19 and a half seconds left now. And they'll at least need uh, two people on the line as a couple of Wolves are over there get some advice from Coach Lieb and McManaway. Free throw up. Can't get it to go. Short. Oh, boy. So, McManaway. Second free throw. It's up, and that one's good. McManaway goes one for two. And now it's 43-38, tipped out by Davis, and it'll stay right here with Flora. So it'll be a out of bounds there for Spicer. Spicer gets it in to a Johnson. Johnson deep three-point attempt, and it's off, but it's rebounded by Dennis. Had it taken away by Eli, and the Wolves maybe called off there. Yep, Coach Lee will call off the dub. And it'll be your final, 41-35, or 43-38 is your final. And Altman picks up the dub here, and are they coming away with the win? And they will improve to 14-5 or 15-5 and five on the season uh, here for Altman. So... They come away with the win of 43-38 is your final score here tonight. And we'll be back to wrap this one up here. And you are listening to Altamont Indians basketball here on Jack Evans. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altima Indians basketball. It's not just furniture. It's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. 
We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom located north of I-70 in Altamont. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Make cleanup easy with the new Whirlpool dishwasher. You won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack and room for 14 place settings. Plus, you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the boost cycle. Shop Rogers Home Appliances to see how Whirlpool dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. This is the Altamont High School Basketball Post Game Show on Jack FM. We're back here at 2 Altamont Community High School. Your final score, Altamont holds on to win there 43-38 over Flora. As Eli Miller hits that three-pointer to close out of the third quarter. And uh, some uh, three-point shooting that got out on, uh in the front there, but uh, the door was kind of left open uh, there at the uh, very end. With sure be a point of emphasis in the locker room, all the missed free throws uh, there at the uh, very end, and uh, that kept Flora in the game and hanging around. And uh, ultimately, though, uh, Altman uh, does make a couple of free throws uh, there when it mattered most to uh, put the game. Uh, completely out of reach and also had some turnovers there from uh, Flora uh, there. So uh, you don't always have to uh, win in, win them pretty, and uh, sometimes you win those type of games. And it's one of those games here tonight uh, for sure as uh, Altamonte proves to a 15-5 and five on the season. And uh, Flora, they fall to a 12-11 and 11 on the year as well. And so Altamonte uh, picks up a win host NTC a tournament and it gets it tonight over uh, Flora and they avoid the sweep. Flora won the uh, fresh soft game 44-36 they took the JV game as well 47-43 and uh, Altamont takes the varsity game though uh, 43-38 and your final score there 
Uh, Altamont had quarters of 6, 11, 12, and uh, 14 for their 43. And uh, Flora had quarters of 4, 14, and 9, and 11 for their uh, 38 uh, points uh, there uh, for the uh, Wolves. And uh, Altamont comes away with a win in this one. Yeah, they do. Altamont does come away, come away with the win in the... Uh, in this one, and uh, oh, yeah. no, it's kind of an odd, just odd, low-scoring game, Travis. But uh, Alamont uh, finds a way, and uh, yeah, definitely a point of emphasis for Coach Ebergi and Cool and Suko is going to be uh, free throws. As uh, Alamont was five, five of fourteen for thirty-five percent uh, from the free throw line, so uh, that definitely. Definitely, they could could have been a lot better there, and that could have been uh, the reason they lost the game. Unfortunately, it wasn't. But uh, they uh, obviously didn't favor favor very well from, from there. And, uh, Eli Miller only he was he was one he was one for six. Uh, Ed McManaway was one for four, and Cade Melville he was he was three for four. And so. Uh, yeah, he was uh, he was definitely he was definitely the best the best out of out of all of them. So uh, let's look at some stats here. Uh, first of all, for uh, Ralphmont, uh, Yarhouse was uh, one for two from the field and zero for two from three point range with two points. Caden Davis zero for three from three point range with twelve points. Eli Miller was uh, four for six. Field one for three from three point range, one for six from free throw line for twelve points. Melville was one for four from the field, four for six from three point range, three for four from free throw line. As Coach Heberdy shows up here, he had seventeen points. So he and Michael. So we'll get things over here to uh, Coach Heberdy here on uh, the uh, headset joining us uh, here in uh, the uh, post game. And uh, Coach will uh, bring in here, and uh, Coach, congratulations on the win. But uh, sometimes you don't always win uh, the prettiest. And uh, tonight, I think, would be a, a good uh, description of that. Yeah, it was a kind of a grinded-out game, wasn't it? it was, yeah. You know, for some reason, baskets were hard to come by tonight. We didn't get anything off transition. We didn't get anything off of uh, our defense. Nice credit to Flora. You know, Coach, Coach Lieb does a really good job. Uh, he runs some nice sets. Um, you know, I have the utmost respect for their program. Uh, good program, good two-way school. So, you know, they, 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 they took away a transition and took care of the basketball a little bit. So every basket on the, on the, every basket on the offensive side was pretty hard. It was pretty difficult. And uh, is that just really the, the defense uh, that they were playing and taking away the transition game? Uh, like you were saying, but it seemed like kind of like a, an off game. Uh, throughout the the whole night, yeah, not a lot of energy, um, not a lot of not a lot of pep and step. Uh, you know, I've, I've kind of it's, it's the point of the season where the, the the ball is in their hands. You know, they got the keys to the Escalade. They got to be able to drive it at this point. Um, we did some a little bit different stuff in the in the uh, first half offensively. You know, that we haven't seen yet, um, but. Uh, Second half, we kind of went back to our old, our old dribble drive, and, and Kate made some nice shots. But everything was a, it was just a, it was just a grinded out game with not a lot of, not a lot of atmosphere, not a lot of pep. So he, he tried to win those ball games too. 
and uh, the game was won there in the uh, second half as they uh, trailed uh, for the majority there of the uh, first half. They kind of go back and forth, right. actually, there in the uh, second quarter. quarter now that I think about it uh, there. But uh, you ended up uh, making a three there at the uh, very end of the third. Uh, Eli hit that one uh, there to give you a lead there in the fourth quarter uh, yeah. there to, to get some momentum going into the final quarter. Yeah, it was a big shot. Um, you know, uh, you got your big kid doing a drift pass out of bounds and hitting, hitting your guard. And uh, But, you know, Eli had a big shot. He, he would miss school yesterday with a migraine, so he, he didn't get a day of practice. But he looked he looked a little, you know, I don't want to say off, but he looked he, – he wasn't normal Eli himself, but he, he when, it came, when it came to push come to shove, uh, you know, he's going to give you what he can. Um, and uh, I thought Cade Millville hit some big shots in that third, fourth yeah. quarter. Uh, reading the ball screen really well. They were going underneath of it, and, uh, and he knocked down some shots. Yeah, it's kind of what we mentioned uh, up here as well. You know, when those guys go under the, the screen uh, like that, it made a nice decision, and uh, yep. and they also uh, went through the hoop yeah. uh, as no, well. Yeah. So that was also uh, yeah. a positive. Well, we did shoot very well in the first half, and then you know just to hit a couple shots that just you go through the hoop is it, helpful. Um, generally, close it out in the fourth there with the with the free throws, but uh, yeah. You know, we did some good things. We did some bad things. We gotta, we gotta be. Able, you know, at this point, I tried to, tried to take, I tried to step back a little bit, um, calling plays. They, at this point, these guys, guys, they're, all, they're mostly seniors. They gotta figure out, all right, what play's gonna work here? What do we need to run here, offensively and defensively? So, um, you know, we're kind of getting ready, getting prepping for that for 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 the last two weeks of basketball. And, uh, yeah, like you were saying there, it kind of left the door open uh, a little bit in the fourth quarter there with the uh, missed free throws. Right. Uh, there as well, it seemed like an off night uh, for everybody. You were talking about Eli. Uh, they're not having a practice the other day, but it seemed like the free throws just in general seemed like they were off tonight for some yeah, reason. no legs for some reason. They weren't finishing on their toes. They weren't shooting through the basketball um, and not getting, not getting extension. Um, and then you're going to leave things short. And a lot of things were short in that game. And uh, we also talked about uh, before about the uh, time of the season kind of bruised and banged up uh, a little bit uh, as well. But uh, you take this one and you kind of win this one ugly, but uh, you take that into uh, Friday night and back in the conference. Yeah. You know, we'll take wins. W is a W, right? Um, uh, we did – we did enough to, to, to win. Um, we also didn't play our best, and, but you know that's such a credit to Bora in that aspect. But yeah, we get get to go see CHBC and uh, go to their gym. I think I'm picking some pretty good teams in there. And, uh, they they play really well. Uh, Coach Tom Coach Coach Thompson's got that program on the uh, ascension, so it's, yeah. it's it's an up and up, and they got a really good player in Rochek. So um, we got to be ready to go. Uh, nothing nothing. One of those other gyms that nothing really good happens in uh-huh. there. So you got to you got to play well. You got to play. You got to execute. You got to can't have can't have an off night defensively and rebounding. So we'll, we'll go we'll go there and see what happens. Got to get another. Got to get a got to win to have a chance at that regular season. And that's why you gotta you gotta have your focus of uh, your goals right uh, uh, there, Coach. Well, uh, like we mentioned, it, it wasn't the prettiest win, but you'll take the W we'll nonetheless. Uh, we'll let you go, Coach, and appreciate you for joining us here on the postgame. And that's John Neberge here joining us here on the postgame after the victory against uh, Flora there. And I don't think uh, you went through uh, some stats there. I don't think you got through all of them. 
Uh, no, I didn't. I so, uh, off go ahead and uh, pick up where you left off. Look off at uh, Kate Milgo who had uh, 17 points. Nathan uh, Manway, he was 0 for 2 from the field, and 1 for 2 from three point range, and 1 for 4 from the free throw line with uh, 4 points. And Kate Miller, he was uh, four, 4 for 9 from the field and 0 for 1 from three point range with uh, 8 points. As Alamont shot uh, 9 of 23 from the field for 39%, 6 of 17 from three-point range for 35%, and 5 of 14 from the free-throw line for 35% as well. And for Flora, they fall here tonight, 43-38. Patrick was 1 for 1 from the field with two points. Dennis was 2 for 4 from the field. And 0 for 2 from the three-point range, 1 for 2 from the free-throw line with five points. Quinn Ubinger, 1 for 2 from the field with two points. Uh, Spicer, he was 1 for 8 from the field and 1 for 2 from the free-throw line with three points. Young was 6 for 9 from the field and 0 for 1 from the three-point range and 2 for 3 from the free-throw line for 14 points. And Johnson was 2 for 2 from the field, 2 for 6 from the three-point range. With uh, 10 points, and Lee was one for two, one for two from uh, the field, and with two points as team. Floor shot 14 to 28 for 50%, two of 12 from three point range for 16%, and four of seven from the free throw line for 57%. As the uh, outcome improves to 15 and five overall, and the floor falls to 12 and 11 overall. And uh, so uh, Altamonte wins uh, this one in here tonight, and uh, they're back in action there against uh, Cowanek Beach City uh, there on uh, Friday. And so that will be our next broadcast of Altamonte uh, basketball there. So uh, you'll take the win uh, tonight, especially after uh, Flora winning the fresh stop game and the JV game. And uh, Altamonte Indians get the uh, victory here in the varsity contest. All right, so uh, that will wrap it up here from Altamont Community High School. And thanks to uh, Carter back at the studio for helping us getting on and off the air tonight. And uh, thanks to uh, Dominic for coming along, getting the stats and uh, the analysis as well. So uh, that'll wrap it up. And Altamont, uh, Victor, 43-38, to 38, a final score over Flora. And that'll do it. We'll talk to you again on a Friday. But until then, it's back to playing the music that we want here on Jack FN. Have a great rest of your night, everybody. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for Universal Life Insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. 
This has been a presentation of Altamont High School Basketball. Thanks for listening. We now return to our regular programming.